All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, the first one up, I, I hope I don't spend a lot of time on this one. I've beaten this one into submission, right? Uh, but let's, again, right into it. The first one up is fuckface Kyrie Irving. Now, a lot of you don't even know who the fuck that is. And to be honest with you, I knew the name. He, he's an NBA basketball player. Now, Uncle Bobby loves sports. He does. But there are no words in the English dictionary strong enough to describe how much I do not give a damn about basketball. I just never got into it. If you put either a gun to my head or put a million dollars cash in front of me right now and said, who won last year's NBA championship? My question would be, can you give me multiple choice? I've got, I do not follow basketball at all, right? But Fuckface Kyrie made the hit list today, gang, because he's an extreme example of what it is I've been saying ever since the whole vaccine thing became a debate. Again, only in fucking America can we turn a non-political issue into the most political issue of our fucking time. But Uncle Bobby's always said the same thing, gang. And that is, you're right. You guys are absolutely right. There is no debating this topic. We, You do not have to get the shot. We cannot force you to get the shot. That being said, you also cannot force us to hang out with you. Again, it's kind of like the bastardized interpretation of the First Amendment, Right? Again, it's like, whoa, 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 he doesn't have a First Amendment? Yeah, he does. Again, please notice how he did not get put in jail or she for saying what they said. They're allowed to speak their mind, but that First Amendment goes both ways. So do I. And if you say something I think is fucked up, I'm going to go for your balls. It's just that simple, right? And you're right. You don't have to get the shot. I think you should. But I'm not going to hold you down. Knock yourself out. But again, we also cannot be forced to hang out with your monkey ass. And in certain cases, you can't force us to pay you money. No matter how much you love your job, no matter how much you get paid, you are not. Again, I told you, and I heard this from a lawyer. I was told this. No right is absolute. Not your right to work, not even your right to life, not even your right to collect paychecks. And if you think I'm bullshitting, let's talk about fuckface Kyrie. Now, gang, the NBA officially did not mandate the shot. The NBA didn't do it. I'm repeating that. But Kyrie works in the state of New York, and they have a mandate that says... If you do not have at least one of the COVID shots, you cannot report to work. You cannot uh, You cannot go to gyms, I should say, which includes the Barclay Center. Barclay, Barkley, whatever the fuck it is, told you, I don't watch basketball. 
That's really disturbing. I just saw something on TV. Fuck me. I need some alcohol for that. God damn. Uncle Bobby turned his head at the wrong time, gang. The bang on Dobby. Part of the New York mandate is if you do not have at least, if you cannot prove that you don't have at least one vaccine, you cannot enter into gymnasiums, which includes sports arenas. Kyrie said, and I, I did a whole episode on this. He clearly is someone who has, quote unquote, done his own research. Again, Kyrie, you are a fantastic basketball player from what I understand. If I'm not mistaken, you used to play for the Spurs. I think that's where I know your name. I'm quite sure you are a phenomenal basketball player. But, brother, you do not have a medical license. Again, I've said it before. All you fucks, now all of a sudden, you get on WebMD and you know more than the nation's leading infectious disease expert. But what Kyrie said directly, gang, was it's a personal decision. Now, personal decision is easily translated into, I'm so fucking stupid, I'm not going to get the fucking life-saving free vaccine. Again, no, no one's asking to see your dick. No one wants to know the passcode to your bank account. This isn't a private decision. Give me a fucking break. All we want to know is basically... Do you care enough about your fucking neighbor to get the shot? And again, your reason is your reason. I'm not here to rag you, believe it or not. I, I, I've been very consistent on this stance. But your decision does not take place in a fucking vacuum. Kyrie is missing out because if, if this continues, he's going to miss out on $16 million this year, gang. That's missed salary and fines for not reporting to work. Again, you when you are a professional athlete, and I can speak from experience, your body is your, it's your paycheck, right? This is why we eat the way we eat. This is why we work out the way we work out. This is why we sleep. This is why we get massages. This is why we go to Pilates. This is why we do yoga. We, we, your body is your living. And in this case, Kyrie's body could hinder someone else's way to make a living. Again, not a doctor. But I watched him on TV. My best friend is one. And the overwhelming majority say, go get the fucking shot. So you know what my dumbass did? I went and got the shot. Again, this isn't about government control. No one's spying on you. Your monkey ass isn't that important. And neither am I. But on the strength, and I want to close this one out, because again, I, I've hammered this one into the fucking ground. I agree with Kyrie. And you know what? In, in his defense, he didn't, he wasn't putting up a stink. But when I saw his face with the Fox banner underneath it, right? And all the people who have chimed in who are now, you know, on his side, where you get what last month? Tucker Carlson didn't know who the fuck Nicki Minaj was. Shit, I did it. But now she's a Fox darling, right? Same thing with Kyrie. But in his defense, he wasn't going hard in the paint. Not on this topic. He was just like, you know, I, it's not for me. I don't think you should be forced to put anything in your body. So he was very calm. He was not aggravated. 
I respect that. And I respect his decision not to get the shot. Go Kyrie, go. But like I said, gang, we can't make you get the shot. I agree with you. I support your choice to not get the shot. And again, you can call me a sheep. You can say I'm brainwashed. You can say I worship Dr. Fauci. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. I did it again. Hashtag unprofessional. You can say all the fucking standard talking points, but your monkey ass is going to say it way the fuck over there. We can't make you give the shot just like you can't make us hang out with you. And in this case, you can't make us pay you. So again, in Tyree's defense, Kyrie's defense, he was not the least bit pissed off. He wasn't, you know, dropping F-bombs like I am. He was very calm when he said, I just don't want you to be forced to put something in my body. I respect that. And Kyrie was not going hard on it again. But to close this one out, for all those that, you know, are using him as the poster boy of defiance and fuck Fauci and all this other bullshit, You're seeing exactly what Uncle Bobby has said from the get-go. You can't make us hang out with you. What? You can't. You don't have to get the shot. First take only, motherfuckers. You do not have to get the shot. But you also can't make us hang out with you. All right, gang, we're going to move on to another one. This one's going to be a big one. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and truth. Let's go. All right, gang. We're going to lump two of these idiots in under the same category. The Coons. Gang, the fucking Coons. They make everyone's job just a little bit fucking harder. Right? Again, if this is your first episode, again, thank you so much. And buckle up, motherfuckers, because it's not going to get too much easier. But if you haven't heard my speech on coons, coons make everyone's job harder. Now, what's a coon? A coon is a self-hating Negro. And they make all of our jobs harder as we are all trying to make strides to go forward. The coons are the ones that bring us all back. They are there to parrot white supremacist talking points. Stacey Dash, Omarosa. Right? Uh, Diamond and Silk. The Amazing Luke is kind of, he's getting a little bit better. The Hodge Twins. All these idiots. The uh, Terrence Williams. Again, if you are white and you find yourself agreeing with the Coons, again, you can't call yourself my friend. No way. Because the Coons are there to make you feel better about your racist ass stance. And yes, I said the word fucking racist. Please go fuck yourself. Again, we have this incredibly low bar on what it is we are willing to call racism. Again, this isn't this either or. This isn't a binary position here. It's not like you're either Tom Hanks or Adolf Hitler. That's not how this works. Again, some of y'all get all happy because you didn't call me a nigger. And you think, oh, I can't be racist. I've got black friends. Shut the fuck up. Again, you, you can be racist and still have Fuck, what? You can still be racist and still have black friends, Mexican friends, Asian friends. 
right? Again, like I've said, if you are a man in this country, chances are you're a misogynist. It, it is woven into the very fabric of the blanket that covers this fucking uh, country. I, I put myself on top of the fucking trash heap. I've had to unlearn a lot of shit. But if you would have told me 15 years ago that I was a misogynist, I would have told you to go fuck yourself. Then I would have made a stupid joke like, go make me a sandwich. You have to unlearn certain behaviors. Same thing here. Right? Again, I I give a couple people at work credit because I've told them, you've got to stop saying that bullshit like, Robert, you act white. Robert, you sound white. Robert, you're not really black. And when I broke it down, again, to some of their credit, they were like, oh, I learned something. And there's nothing wrong with that. I applaud them for stepping up. I actually applaud myself. Oh, I said something nice about myself. Yeah, I need a drink. I've got a lot of work to do, but I applaud myself for taking that ass whooping when I was uh, fronted and told, you're a misogynistic asshole. But bang on topic, the coons. Again, when you find yourself agreeing, again, and I've had people say to my face, Robert, why can't you be more like blank? It's like, I'll tell you why. Because I'm not a coon. Coons are there, and again, to make you feel better about your fuck. I can't be racist, Robert. Stacey Dash said it. I can't be racist, Robert. I agree with fucking Candace Owens. Fuck Candace Owens. I, you don't like me. You want me to be like them because you don't like being fronted. When I tell you what you said is fucked up. You thought it was a joke, didn't you? Right? It was so fucking funny, I forgot to laugh, asshole. Right? But the coons make you feel better. But gang, two coons in particular. These are two that I haven't talked about. But they're on my fucking YouTube feed today. So I'm like, oh, I found two new fucking coons. The Officer Tatum. I've seen him before, like on Fox and, you know, some of the stronger, you know, hyper-conservative, you know, websites before. And I've never really paid attention to him because I just... Fuck thingy. Again, coons raise my blood pressure. I swear to God. But again, he's another one who just sits there and he parrots white supremacist talking points. This is a former police officer, hence the name the officer Tatum, who defended the murderer, fuckface Derek Chauvin. So again, it's like, I can't be racist, Robert. I agree with the police officer who said the white police officer didn't kill. That was an actual tech. Okay. Again, just stop. But again, he's another one. But the reason why he made this the hit list today, gang, because the Coons weighed in on football. Now, now, now you've trespassed into my territory, fuckface. Now I'm going to rip you a new asshole. But there's and there, there was several, actually. The YouTube guys wanted me to rant on this. I'm only going to talk about fuckface Officer Tatum, right? Because I saw several people talking about this. And long story short, it's weighing in on the fact that Randy the Freak Moss cried on Monday Night Football pregame show while everyone was talking about the fucking John Gruden racist, homophobic, uh, misogynistic bullshit And Randy cried. You want to know why? As my voice just cracked? Because I listened to it in its entirety. 
so I wouldn't be accused of taking things out of context. Randy stated a fact that if you are a football player, you know. And again, I, I wonder the athletic success of these assholes. Again, Matt Walsh weighed in. Officer Tatum weighed in. Ben Shapiro weighed in. What? You, you made all district in high school? Oh, no. When are they going enshrine, to enshrine your bus in Canton? Go fuck yourself, right? Who the fuck didn't play high school football? Fuck face. But they're weighing in that Randy Moss cried and what he was talking about was actual fucking factuals. And that is football is a brotherhood. There are very few metaphors for life that are stronger than the football locker room. Right? You do your job. Whether you like the guy next to you or not is fucking irrelevant. You do it for the betterment of the fucking team. I just belched. That one was that hashtag episode mood killer. You, you don't have, gang, I cannot tell you the number of times. And I know I've told you. And I'm about to contradict myself a little bit. I had a teammate scream out. And again, it was garbage time. We were going to win. But University of Houston drove down the field ran over the inside linebacker, the guy I'm supposed to protect. He got up. It was a backup, like a second-string backup. They were just trying to get him some minutes. He got up, totally embarrassed, and instead of like, God damn it, or like, you know what he said? That fucking nigger! Wow. I'm not going to lie, gang. That was the first time I didn't do my fucking job because the U of H guys were like, yo, you need to check your boy. I said, I got one better for you. Next time we went out on the field, I didn't block for his monkey ass for shit. <laughs> That's a little bit of an extreme example. But you don't have to like him. You don't have to have the same religious beliefs. You don't have to come from the same background, anything. I don't have to like you, but I respect you enough that I'm going to do my fucking job. And what John Gruden did, trespass on that unspoken code. Again, I don't have to like you to trust you. Again, I was very fortunate. I really can't think of a lot of my teammates that I, I honestly did not like. Right? Actually, the one that I can really think that I just, I would push him into moving traffic if it was against the law, he was black. Right? I, just, I couldn't stand this fucker. <laughs> but we didn't even play on the same side of the ball. But if it was my job to protect him, I would have done my fucking job. That doesn't mean we have to hang out when the game's over. But again, I, I would trust him to do his job. And we he would do the same. There are a few greater metaphors for life than team sports. But again, he, he, he's, he's commenting on what he doesn't know. John Gruden took that trust and wiped his ass with it. Again, how do I respect you now, John? How do I give maximum effort to a man who I know fucking hates me? You're supposed to be the leader. It doesn't mean you can't fuck up. It doesn't mean you can walk on water that you're, you know, shut the fuck up. But at minimum, I want to know that you're not calling me a fucking nigger behind my back. Again, the game is changing, whether you like it or not. Carl Nassib, Carl Massive Nassib, is the only one that you know about. You, you, 
You're sharing a locker room. If any football player hears this, regardless of the level, you're sharing a locker room with the gay guy. You absolutely are. You just don't know it. Right? John Gruden has no problems calling them faggots, pussies, queers, using the worst language imaginable. And it hurt Randy, just like it hurt all of us. Why do you think this is such a topic of fucking conversation? And it's he cried like a bitch, like a little baby. Shut the fuck up. Again, what do you guys think we football players are? Again, I've said it before, gang. I'm going to say it again. First, hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, Delicious gin and truth. Let's go. I'll say it a million times over. The most sensitive people you know, football players, guaranteed. Because here's the thing, gang. Big, strong men more than likely were big, strong boys. If you're athletic now, that means you were probably athletic when you were a fucking child. But here's the thing. We grew a lot faster than most. I wish I could show you guys. I never learned how to do the fucking YouTube thing. Hashtag Robert's an idiot. I, if I wish I could show you one of my pictures when I played soccer on select teams. I was a, a head and a half taller than everybody. I'm pretty sure I set the record for the most amount of times I got birth certificated before a fucking game. Yes, that's an actual athletic term. He's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Why do you have a 25-year-old here on a Little League team? What the fuck's going on? Right? But my point is, when you are big and athletic as a child, when you tower over everybody, when you are stronger than everyone, when you are faster than everybody, this is what it sounds like, regardless of the sport. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going to slow down, slow down, slow down. You're going to run over Johnny. Oh, stop, 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 stop. Okay, you already had the ball. Give it to Billy, okay? It was, I, wait, wait. You are constantly being made aware of all your surroundings. You are constantly being told to hold back. Gang, so much, in fact, true story. Again, I, 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 I always say I am not that smart, but I am that strong. I am. Call it a gift, call it a curse, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's me. There are very few sports that I can't excel at. I'm a mimic. That's my kind of my my gift. If I see you do it one or two times, before you know it, I can do it better than you. That's how I learned to do place kicking, honestly. I used to watch Mike Lansing, number one. uh, Back then, it was the Los Angeles Rams. He was a barefooted kicker. So you know what I did? I took my shoe off. And you can't say this nowadays. Coach Jeter used to say, you are the only black left-handed barefooted kicker in the entire state. I laughed my monkey ass off. You do that now, your ass is fired. This one's for Coach Jeter. But gang, I was told to hold back so much athletically that by the time I made varsity, I was still the place kicker, right? On top of being the outside linebacker. And they notice you are holding, why are you holding back? What the fuck? And so I still remember it was Coach Fry. He screamed it when I approached the ball. He was like, literally like, 
Let go! You know what happened, gang? I set a then record for the longest fucking field goal. I was in the ninth grade at the time. Actually, when that one happened, I was in the ninth grade. I kicked a 48-yard fucking field goal. That's what NFL football players do, gang. But my point is you are constantly being told to hold back. How do you not become the most – you don't turn it off. You know why Randy cried? One, it was it's an emotional topic. Again, John Gruden, your head coach, you don't again, you don't have to like him, but you have to respect and more importantly, you gotta trust the fucker or this relationship is not going to work. So Randy Moss cried. What did fuckface officer Tatum do? He rode his ass. Why? For being a fucking human. Again, again it's it's not what you guys think. Because, again, you got to remember, there's two sides to every story. I was the big kid being told to look after the little kid. It's not me you have to look after. Not at 6'3", 240. No. Muscular. I'm not the one you got to worry about. It's that short fucker. That's the person with the fucking problem more than likely. You want to know why? He spent the first 18 years of his life trapped in a third grader's body. You ever heard of the Napoleonic Complex? Now, all of a sudden, this is the fucker who fights UFC, gets drunk in downtown bars, calls everyone faggot, and tries to make up with everyone's girlfriend. Right? You want to know why? His monkey ass is trying to make up for the first 18 years of his life when someone like me was told to look after him. I turned into the most sensitive person on the fucking planet. That person at the age of 39 is still trying to prove that he doesn't need to be looked after. So again, to close out fuckface Officer Tatum for riding Randy Moss, again, shut the fuck up. You are in no position, Officer Tatum, to ride one of the finest athletes I have ever had the pleasure to watch play. Randy Moss set a fucking standard athletically. And I just belched, fuck me. Hashtag unprofessional. But, you know, motherfuck the fact that he's one of the finest wide receivers. The one of the most athletic people. Randy Moss right now, I promise you, gang, could put on a set of shoulder pads and still come down with a minimum of 50 catches in his season. I promise you. Even now. But again, fuck everything else. Football, Hall of Fame, whatever the fuck. Randy Moss is a human. Boys have feelings. And if you have feelings, those feelings can be hurt. Again, we, 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 when, a, when a woman cries, right? No one, no one blinks an eye. When a man cries, it's like, what seems to be your fucking problem? I remember getting my feelings during high school once, Right? And I cried right there on the spot. They rode me like there was no fucking tomorrow. There's one of those moments where you realize, maybe I'm not like everybody else. I didn't give a damn. Right? It's like, this hurts. I'm going to fucking cry, Jack. Randy Moss cried because his feelings were hurt. And a member of the coon train, Officer Tatum, said he was crying like a baby. Literally said Randy was crying like a bitch. 
Now, again, I can't stop them and I can't stop any of you. Knock yourself out. Please continue to have these archaic ass views on what men can and cannot express. Fuck you and your family. Let me tell you guys something before I close this one out. Me, I'm thinking about Jorge. I'm thinking about my best friend. The toughest fuckers you, like I said, the toughest fuckers you know are the ones who are the single most sensitive individuals on the planet. Me and my best friend, we went and saw King Kong, the newest one. Uh, Well, the previous. (laughs) But you know what I'm talking about. And we're crying on the scene where uh, King Kong gets to New York and he realized he's on ice for the first time. He turns into an infant. He's just having fun spinning around on the ice. And you know what you hear? You hear two decorated martial artists. And this is what you hear. You know what my then wife says? Like, oh, God, please. (laughs) So, again, to close this one out, the the most sensitive people you know, those are the fucking toughest. But, again, Officer Tatum, go fuck yourself. Randy Moss, you're supposed to cry. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Keep this thing crack a lacking. Another coon. Another fucking coon. Gang, this is one, honestly, I've, I've listened to before. And now I remember why it is I stopped listening to his monkey ass. Anthony Brian Fuckface Logan. Again, there has to be a medical fucking diagnosis for this level of self-hatred. You know what he's like? He is the Christian apologist of Kuhn. Oh, fuck me. There is literally nothing a white person can do that he will not violently defend. If there was a video of five white guys, four of them holding down a black child, the fifth one squatting over that black child's face and taking a massive shit while all of them screamed the words, you fucking nigger. Anthony Brian Logan would sit there and make an excuse, I lied you not. Right? He'd probably say something fucked up 
Like, well, you know, what? Yeah, well, you know, uh, boss man. Er, I mean, the white man. Uh, he, he was clearly just trying to take a shit. And and the dirty nigger. I mean, uh, I mean, African American. He, he got in the way. He got in the way. And so what? What the other four white guys were were doing? Or they they were probably trying to 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 move him. Is what they were probably trying to do. But the dirty nigger. Er, I mean, the black dude. He, he just kept squirming. Kept squirming. Now I know you thought you heard uh, dirty nigger, but what they were saying was probably dirty snicker. Dirty snicker. Probably describing the shit that came on the other white dude's ass because it looked like a Snickers bar. So now, shut the fuck up. King, that was actually kind of impressive. Way to go, Uncle Bobby. I'm taking a drink to that. But seriously, there, there, there is no crime a white person can commit that I have not seen this coon go get his fucking fiddle, play a song, and do a sand dance for his white master. Gang, this has kind of been a sports-filled uh, afternoon there, hasn't it? That's the first for Uncle Bobby. But, of course, he came to bat for fuckface John Gruden. I mean, holy shit. I hope they are paying that boy well. Because, yes, he was also on the Trump train. Again, whatever they are paying him, be it $1 or $1 million, that is exactly what his soul is worth. Here's yet another black person who will never get invited back to the fucking cookout. This, this dude is lost. But before I, he get, I get into all that bullshit about Gruden, one of these kids kind of walks hand in hand. First and foremost... You can tell. He also weighed in on Sarah Fuller, the first woman to score a point in a Division I Power Five conference game. Just what, last year, right? And you can tell by the way he talked, this fucker cannot walk and chew gum at the same time. I'm sure he's so uncoordinated, he has to wear slip-on shoes because he is not coordinated to tie laces. He has never played football in his life. I can all but guarantee. But before I jump into that, I have to ask him, who hurt you? What was the name of the football player who hurt you? I mean, it's somewhere in his high school pass gang. This fucker was purple nurpled, atomic wedgied, pull rack and was beat up for his lunch money every day by a pack of football players that much I guarantee because he's sitting there and in defense of Gruden gang again it's like who the hell do you think football players are in defense of Gruden he started talking about you know, well, that's how you have to talk to these football players. I mean, if you just look at them, I mean, they're rapists and they're murderers and they kill dogs and they have DWIs. And I mean, how does it? Okay. Fuck me. Again, who do you guys think we are? Yes. Yes. There are bad people that play football. But again, there is a narrative that has to be pushed. And again, I, I played for quite some time. I had some success. Yes, I played along some assholes. But you know that one of the first things that hit me, gang? When I went to my very first NFL locker room as an employee? 
these guys are fucking boring. Because right? again, I was no, I was no different. All you heard were all the stories, but that is what is put out there in front. But you know what you don't hear about the dude who comes in, does his job, goes home, right, watches his daughter score the winning goal, comes home, help his kid with his English homework, have dinner with his family, has sex with his wife, goes to bed, wakes up in the morning, hits the repeat button. That is the single most boring story on the fucking planet. No one's going to care, right? I, I, I was shocked. But yeah, yes, especially in the NFL, you've got 24-year-olds worth $27 million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know the difference, gang, between us and y'all? When the football player rapes somebody, the babysitter, you'll never guess what? It's all over the news. But the high school janitor who does it, you know, the one that's around your fucking kid for eight hours a day, you don't even know his name, do you? Where's he from? Huh? You don't know anything about him. That fucker has more contact with your kid than you do. Right? What's in your kid's locker? You don't know, but he does. But when the high school janitor rapes somebody, it's a blip. It's the bottom story of the 5 o'clock news. When the football player does it, it is 24-7. Football players are entitled. They're horrible people. Shut the fuck up. Right? I remember. And it was, oh, I'm trying to remember what year it was. But a year was it Ray Rice, Josh. What was Josh's? I'm trying to, fuck it. There were about four or five cases where the NFL completely dropped the ball. They did. I, I, I can't, nor will I defend them on this one. And they're my former employer. Right? They, they did not act harshly enough. And some lady at work who does not watch football went on this tirade about how fucked up football players are. She's saying this to my face. And then you saw the light click on. She's like, oh, oh, but not you, Robert. You're, you're different. It's like, stop right there. Stop right there. I'll spot you the five names that are all over the news. And you're right. They're assholes. I'll spot you Robert Reed. Because she was using words like pandemic, epidemic, it's a rash, they're all assholes. Like, there, I just spotted you six football players. Now name four more and give me an even 10. You know how many she can name? Not a single fucking one. Again, I will admit, yes, there are fucked up ass football players out there. But I said this a long time ago because we all think like this. The locker room, the field house, the weight room, it is a microcosm of real life. You got 100 guys on the football team. What, 10 to 15 are going to be gay? How many are going to be left-handed? How many are going to be red-handed? Right? How many of them are going to be rapists? How many of them are going to be psychopaths? We're just like you guys. Hey, athletes, we're just like you. We brush our teeth. We mow our yard. We walk our dogs. The only difference is, is that when we step out of line, all over the news. But he was saying he was justifying John Gruden's speech, is my point. Calling, you know, niggers and bitches and queers and faggots. It's like, well, how else do you talk to these people? Uh, not like that. <laughs> That's a great start, fuckface. Because you wouldn't want to be talked like that. But again... The reason why he's definitely a coon on this one, because I told y'all that on my last podcast, 
The NFL is unique because it is an industry where 70% of your workforce are rich black guys. So when he says they're rapists, they're murderers, they beat up their wives, they kill dogs. Yeah, all that happens. I admit it. And for those that do, you got there's no, no soft spot here. None at all. But he's a coon because he's throwing his own people under the bus. Who do you think he's fucking talking about? Now, again, I was in Philly long before Michael Vick was. And you think I'm bullshitting? There's at least two people right now who know me that will listen to this. So you'll be like, yep, that, that sounds about right for him. When Michael Vick, if me and Michael Vick were in Philly at the exact same time, and this is not unusual, where he's like, the new guy's coming, right? And he's like, yo, I just, I want to get to know my team. If I'm going to lead them, I want to know them. And so like group by group, you know, it's not unusual to go out to dinner, right? And so someone would have tapped me on the shoulder like my, the starter was William Thomas, Willie T. If Willie T came, it was like Bobby Reed. Vic's going to, uh, he's trying to get to know the Eagles. Uh, we're going to, we're going to take dinner. It's on Vic. Come on. He, he wants to meet the linebacking core. You know what I would have said? Oh, and for those of you who don't know, Michael Vick's the football player that ran that uh, pit bull fighting ring for years. Killed countless dogs. I won't even get into details. I don't want to get that fucking upset. But if Willie T would have said, and again, I was nobody. Nobody. <laughs> but if Willie T would have said, Bobby, let's go. You know, Vic's uh, picking up the tab. He wants to get to know the linebacking core. You know what I would have said? I'll pass. There's a package of ramen noodles and a microwave with my name written all over it. I would have passed. I'm not going to go to dinner with you, you fuckface. I got three dogs right here. I don't care if you're paying. <laughs> I don't care. Right? So, yeah, I totally admit. Where the fuck was I going with that? Bobby Reed needs some fucking alcoholic reminder. Where the fuck was I going with that? Uncle Bobby's stupid. Now who cares? I just keep going. But again, it, it, yes. Oh, that's where I was. It was like, yo, yes, there are bad people in the NFL. But again, when the linebacker fucks up, when the quarterback fucks up, all over the news. I don't even know the thing I was going with this. When the janitor does it, you don't even know. So again, we, we aren't who you guys think we are. We aren't these fucking monsters. So no, there's no need to talk to us like that. You can address me as Robert and you will get way more of a great response by doing that than calling me a fucking asshole or a pussy. Or because I'm LGBTQ friendly, say, well, you love faggots, but did you go suck a dick? You know what my response would have been? Yeah, it was fucking delicious. Now you want to go over the game plan? Give me a break. But again, the game has changed, gang. It, it, oh, I think I was talking about that lady. The game has changed. You, you don't talk the way you used to talk. You just don't, right? Again, it was like, oh, football is war. You notice how they don't say that anymore? You want to know why? Because it's not. It's a game. It's a high collision game. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. I refuse to call it violent. And fuckface Anthony Brian Logan called it violent. Let me tell you why Uncle Bobby doesn't call it violent, gang. Violence to me denotes there is an unwilling participant. Right. If I leave here after this, which I am, 
and when I'm walking into the store, someone jumps me from behind and hits me with the baseball bat, that's violent. I didn't sign up for that. Football is not violent. It's high impact because all 22 guys on the field, they know exactly what time it is. There are rules to follow. There's protective gear. There's penalties for when you step out of line, right? So, no, it is not a violent game. That's why it's not war. That's why people stop saying that term. Kellen Winslow, boy, did that story end up bad, right? He got his ass put in a sling because after a game, it was a very Miami versus I can't remember who else, but he goes on this, you know, this tirade and he finishes it off with, and I'm a fucking soldier. You know what soldier said? No, you're not, kid. You're a college football player. And I respect the fact that you can do what most people can't. But I carry a gun to work. You carry a helmet. The game has changed, gang. That's my point. And yeah, at one point, you can call a kid a faggot, a pussy, a woman. I got called a woman, right? Robert Reed, don't lay it down like some goddamn woman. You know what I did? I didn't lay it down like a goddamn woman, right? All he had to say was pick up your fucking pace. You're better than that. The game has changed. You can't talk the way that you used to talk. And it's better. But he said it wasn't. Defending John Gruden's speech. And him, the other coon, Tatum, they all say the same thing, gang. They all said the same thing. Everyone has said the same thing, which is inaccurate. Now, the Demore Smith email, yes, that was from almost 10 years ago. And so they're trying to pull it like this cancel culture bullshit. And it's not cancel culture. This is consequence culture. But again, he didn't say this in 1964. Yeah, the email was from 10 years ago. But his response was from last week. And his response tells you he didn't learn a fucking thing. Again, how entitled do you have to be to stand your monkey ass up there after we've got you dead to rights? You can't deny that you sent out some racist shit. You know what he said? I'm not a racist. I don't want to talk about it anymore. He wouldn't even take the blame. And why would he? He's got a coon like Anthony Brian Logan taking up his charge. Give me a fucking break, right? Right, what else is that fucking coon? Oh, 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 yeah. Again, what did he say about Demore Smith? Dumbass Smith, Right? Blah, 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 blah. He's got lips the size of Michelin tires. Now, this is a black man and Anthony Brian Logan. And he made an excuse. He's like, well, I don't, I don't know if that's a racial slur. I mean, we're, we're so PC. We're so woke. Oh, I said woke. I said woke. And PC, let's take a drink. Republican buzzword. We're so woke. We're so PC. I mean, it's not real. I mean, a, a black man, I mean, a white man can't even talk about a black man lips without being racist. That's not right. Shut the fuck up. Again, and it's very Christian of them, right? Very Christian apologist. Um, again, I told you, I've watched, like, especially like fuck face Frank Turk. He will repeat the objection to Christianity word for motherfucking word and then flip it. Right? And my last one that I saw was an argument against free will. Again, logically, it does not exist. A a God that knows everything. 
a God that has a plan for your life, an unchanging plan for your life. There's nothing that you can do in the next five minutes that God, one, doesn't know about. Two, you want to know why? He's making you do it. That that negates free will right there. What do you have to say about that, Frank? You know what Frank Turk said? Okay, that's a great question. Okay, okay, okay. So, yes, there's a God. There's a God. There's a God. You're right. You're right. There's a God. Now, now that God, he knows everything. You want to know why? Because he knows everything. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Now, you're right. You're right. There's nothing that you can say or do in the next five minutes that God, yes, we established there's a God. Now, there's nothing you can say or do that you can't do because that's what God wants you to do because that's what he planned it. That being said, you have free will. What? And that's exactly what Anthony Logan did. He literally repeated word for motherfucking word. What I'm about to say, fuckface Frank Turk. Gotta hate that guy. He repeated word for word what John Gruden said and said, that's not racist. Again, if you're going to cut a, I'm not even going to fucking explain it. If you don't know this, Please unsubscribe to my fucking channel. Seriously. And then he talked about the gay stuff. Calling people pussy and faggots. One of which, a uh, uh, target of his attack, was Joe Biden. He went after Joe Biden. Called him homophobic slurs. You know what Anthony Brian Logan did? One, he repeated it word for motherfucking word. And then turned around and said, that's not homophobic. You want to know why? Because Joe Biden isn't gay. Okay. Again, you can't fix stupid. And if the irrational ever makes sense to you, congratulations, you're irrational as well. I'm not even going to try to get into that rat's nest that that coon calls a brain. Right? I'm just not going to do it. But before I close this one out, I wanted to point out Two new members of the fucking coon train. Again, you are paid to parrot white supremacist fucking talking points. And these two coons do it expert fucking level. All right, gang. Uncle Bobby gave you a handful of problems there, didn't he? So as a result, Uncle Bobby is going to give you a handful of motherfucking problems. First one up, Kyrie Irving, shut the fuck up. Again, this almost makes me feel smart, right? I told y'all. I've been saying this for how many episodes? For two and a half seasons since COVID kicked off. Since one and a half seasons, since people started saying, I'm not getting the vaccine. I said, fine. Again, I'm not making fun of you. I am not. I cannot make you take the vaccine. That is your choice, Jack. It is. We can't make you take the vaccine. Again, but you cannot make us hang out with you. And in certain instances, you can't make us pay you money. Again, I give him credit. He, 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 he wasn't going in on this. He wasn't going hard in the paint. He wasn't yelling. He wasn't screaming. But he made his choice. And again, for all you entitled assholes, I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. For all you entitled assholes who've been screaming about shit like this, again, your actions, they it may be in the past, but they no longer happen in a fucking vacuum. 
You, you don't get the shot, fine. Religious reasons, historical reasons, medical, whatever your fucking reason, it's your reason. But you and your reason can go way the fuck over there. Again, me personally, I've got elderly parents, right? And again, you can call me a sheep. You can say I'm taking this too far. I don't care what you say. You just say it from way the fuck over there. How I handle my health has got nothing to do with you. Just like how you handle your health has got nothing to do with me. Don't get vaccinated. Fine. Again, we are coming down off of the COVID scare, and I am glad. But Kyrie, again, I respect him. I do. This man is going to give up 16 plus million dollars. His decision, his choice. But that is the, that's a very extreme, yet ultimate example of what I've been saying since I started saying this shit. Again, you don't have to get the vaccine, just like you cannot make us hang out with you. Next one up, and kind of lastly but not leastly, the coons. Shut the fuck up. Again, you, you hate yourself. You're shucking and jiving. You're doing sand dances. When the white man tells you to jump, you say how high, then your monkey ass asks for permission to come down. And it's not just your Negroidal family. It's all of us. My white brothers and sisters. My Asian brothers and sisters. <laughs> my Mex Everyone, not black and black, who is walking step with motherfucking step with each other. Damn, my voice is grabbing. Anger does that to me. We're trying to get better. And the coons are making it worse. Again, as of just last year, I was literally told, why can't you be like Blake? And I told your monkey ass, I'm going to say it again, because I'm not going to make you feel good about your fucked up ass attitude. And I don't care if you don't want to be my friend anymore. This is not kindergarten. At this stage, I've said before, an artist does not complete their masterpiece by adding more clay. They make their masterpiece by stripping clay away until they are left with what is essential. I would much rather have five to six phenomenal fucking friends that I know I can count on in a fucking pinch than 7,000 on fucking Facebook. Right? I'm not going to make you feel good about your fucked up ass attitudes. But more specifically, fuck face officer Tatum. I don't know what rock you crawled out from under, but I think you should go back. Ragging a grown-ass man for having emotions. Oh, anything but that. And again, if you're going to critique a professional athlete on anything, may I highly recommend that you're a professional athlete too. Randy Moss cried for an incredibly justified reason. John Gruden broke the code. And if you're going to rag Randy for that, that means you don't understand the code. Again, I don't have to like you. I don't. I don't have to love you. I do have to trust you. And I do have to respect you. Those things do not necessarily walk hand in hand. My best friend, I like him. I love him. I trust him. And I respect him.
Now, that's rare as far as I'm concerned. I played next to guys who I could not say that about. But the last two, I got that. Respect and trust. And they did the same for me. John Gruden stuck a fat dick in that trust hole and he fucked it. And not in a sexy, vibrant way. That's why Randy cried. And fuckface officer Tatum made fun of him for that. You can go fuck yourself. Right? Anthony Bryan Logan, same thing. Characterizing football players, especially the black ones, as thugs, as criminals. All you're doing is making the, the your master happy. Right? And not all my white family. Fuck no. I told you, if, if I was ever in a situation and I'm sitting at a restaurant and some white dude called me a nigger and my best friend sitting right next to me, I, I, I would like to say I don't know who would get to him first, but I think I got a pretty good idea and it wouldn't be me. Right? So no, I'm not talking about all my white family, but the ABLs, he makes the white people happy, the racist ones. And like I said, this isn't a Hitler versus Hanks continuum, right? It's either an either or. Yes, you can have black friends fuck faces and still be racist. But again, he's sitting there commenting on a game that he has got no idea what time it is. Saying that we're rapists and murderers, so you have to use that kind of language. Again, dude, whatever the fuck they paid you, I hope it was worth it. Gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth. Yeah.